I have always considered myself to be a good listener. Growing up, I found myself to be the person that would go to other people who would want to talk about something. I would listen to them. I would engage in conversation, and my goal was always to help them figure out a solution to whatever problem they were facing. In seminary, I took a lot of pastoral care classes because I like that one-on-one nature of ministry. I love sitting down with someone and listening to their stories. I love praying with them. I love just engaging in that kind of ministry. This has led my passion to coaching. I've taken my listening skills to the next level with coaching by intertwining powerful questions into my conversations. This has only heightened my interest in listening because now my questions help people think deeply about their situation. And the passion and joy that comes out when people start to tell their stories, it's simply amazing. But a number of years ago, I learned a valuable lesson, the difference between listening and hearing. You see, when we listen to someone, we talk to the other person, we acknowledge what they are saying, and we respond appropriately, and we enjoy our conversation. However, when we hear someone We acknowledge what the other person is saying. We respond appropriately, and we enjoy the conversation. But when we hear someone, we take what they are saying in, and we allow what they are saying to help us formulate our own thoughts and ideas. And our thoughts and ideas are influenced by the other person. Here's an example. A few years ago, my friend Jeff and I were interviewing Lenny Duncan and Francisco Herrera on our podcast, The Two Bald Pastors. And it was a great conversation. Both Lenny and Francisco were starting a movement in the church to heighten the awareness of racial issues within the ELCA. They are people of color, and they were sharing their experiences as leaders in the church and the obstacles they have faced because of the color of their skin. I listened to them. I listened to their story. I shared their story. And I thought about the part that I played when it comes into my relationship to people of color within the church. But it wasn't until Lenny's book, Dear Church, a love letter from a black preacher to the whitest denomination in the U.S. came out that I really started to hear what Lenny had to say. I heard the love that Lenny has for the ELCA, a church where he has found his calling to be a pastor. But it is also a church that has hurt him time and time again. When we hear what someone is saying, we make ourselves vulnerable to the needs of those around us. Each time we hear what someone is saying, We have an opportunity to respond in love. Each time we hear what someone is saying, we can get out of our own way and seek not what we want, but what the world needs. We can come alive. We can be uplifted. We can experience the glory of God by hearing what someone else says. So now I not only listen to people, but I also hear what they have to say. 
And this is what Jesus wants when he invites his disciples, both then and us now, to take up their cross and to follow him, because only those who are willing to lose their life out of love will save it. Not simply listening, but hearing what someone else is saying is giving of ourselves in love, which is different than having others take from us. And that giving in love almost always includes sacrifice. It most always includes denying ourselves in our immediate gratification so we can meet another's need. I could have read Lenny's book, Dear Church, and say, this is not my experience in the church. I've had a completely different experience, and I'm not going to change because I believe my experience is right. I do not need to worry about someone else's experience. Everything in the church is fine. But that's not responding in love. That's not responding in the way that Jesus wants us to respond. You know, so much of our culture is designed to make us think that the only thing that matters, the only thing that will bring us peace and security and happiness is looking out for ourselves, is meeting our own immediate desires and making sure that we are right in whatever we do. And to be honest, that is the easy thing to do. We want to do the things that make us feel good, that make us feel complete or more human or more adequate or more accepted or more loved. And to some extent, that may, that may be okay on the surface level, on a listening level. But what I believe the gospel is telling us today is to hear someone else because the more we give, the more we receive. The more we seek to be a friend, the more friends we discover. The more we love, the more we are loved. So Jesus comes and doesn't just say these words for us to listen. He wants us to do everything we can to hear him. So he gives of himself out of love for all people by creating this reservoir of life, love, and glory that far surpasses anything the world can offer. But it's not what his disciples want or expect. They imagined that the secret to life was strength and power rather than vulnerability and love. So they interpreted Jesus' power in healing and caring for others as an act of power rather than love. And when Jesus described the greatest act of love in giving his life for the, for the sake of the world, they didn't want to hear that because they want him to build this army to take over the Roman government by force. But Jesus says, instead of using force, we need to use grace. We need to use peace. Instead of giving or instead of using power, we need to use sacrifice. Because in the end, God takes what looks like weakness and shows strength. God transforms what looks like death and turns into resurrection. We know this, but it's hard to hold on to, especially when we listen to someone else instead of hearing what they have to say. So perhaps the best way to experience the grace and glory of God in our life right now 
is to think about our own lives and the lives of others. To think about when Jesus says, those who want to save their life will lose it, and those who lose their life for my sake and for the sake of the gospel will save it. That does not mean we need to die, but it does mean that we can give a piece of ourselves for the sake of others. To actually hear what someone has to say and to allow that to transform our own lives. Amen.